in the multiverse where you can love the book, hate the movie, but still buy all the toys. I'm afraid you're just too darn loud. I'm not looking for a friend. I'm looking for a Jedi master. A what? Please remember to hold on to your butts and get ready to get stressed. With your hosts, Craig Goldberg, Abigail Gardner, and Jacob Walsh. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Yes, Have Some Podcast, the original the unfiltered, the unbelievable. This is where it all began. The original. This is where it ends. Mm-hmm. I'm ending it tonight. It's done. We're over. <laughs> We're three months from Ghostbusters Afterlife, and it's done. Just kidding. I think we're just getting started. Uh, hold on. I got a text message. Yeah, I just... Are you calling me out? Because I got a text message. Um... No. Did you oh. get a text message? Yeah, my brother asked me, he asked me about the Dune trailer if I'd seen it yet. So I just well, got Well, let's talk in. about it. We literally just watched it 10 I seconds ago. I sent him ago. a head explosion emoji. I sent him three of them. So here's what happened. I don't really know much about Dune. I don't, I don't want to say I don't care about it. I don't know. I've, I've read never, the first book and I don't really know much about Dune, to be honest. <laughs> it's, like, it's very dense. We'll say I've that. read um, uh, none of the books and I've never seen the original movie. And Jake, you did not give me the indication that you thought too much of the trailer. So I went into it with low expectations, but I thought it was pretty good. It looks pretty fun to me. I mean, I don't know. I like, I like, I like the idea of getting to go see a big epic sci-fi extravaganza. But my question is, I can't tell. Is this going to be like one of the biggest movies of all time? Or is it going to be like a mega flop? Like a silent flop? <laughs> like a Blade Runner 2075, whatever the movie is fucking called. I think it's going to be a flop. Not because... <laughs> Not because I'm not saying that I think it's going to be a flop because I think it doesn't look good, but it looks, I don't know. There's just something about these kind of movies that I think unless you're star Wars, uh, massive amounts of people don't go to the theater to watch weird space opera, you know, operatic, like mm-hmm. fucking weird. Mind bending think pieces. I, just, I don't see it being this big breakout movie. Um, I hope it does well because I am excited to see it. I, that trailer, that trailer made me less excited than the first trailer did. Like I was really excited to see it. And then I watched this trailer and I kind of felt exhausted by it. Yeah, I would. I think that it's, it's not star Wars and I get what you're saying. It's like, I want to defend it because I'm personally excited and was, I think that that trailer was trying to show like the relationships and, between the character dynamics, which is kind of hard to do that. So it ended up feeling a little bit jumbled, but I personally was excited by uh, some of the things that we saw, some of the set pieces, Sandworm, Great cast, et cetera. Right? Yeah, that more Mo- than anything, mostly. I forgot Zendaya was in it till I saw the beginning oh, of the yeah, trailer. Oh, yeah, Zendaya. Yeah. It's, awesome. it's, most, it's mostly a great cast, yeah. Uh, yeah. What, what's your complaint? Timothy Shaw. I, I mean... You know what my complaint is. I can do without Jason Momoa being in anything. <laughs> I think I think he I think he 100 percent brings down everything he's in at like one notch. Do you think that he was tearing out copies or pages from the original Dune like he did on set for uh, I think it was Aquaman? I was just waiting for. League? I was he doesn't waiting. respect books. We've talked about it. At the end of that Dune trailer, I was waiting for sandworms. 
Cool. I dig it. <laughs> I hate I hate him. Dressed he like sucks. a worm. Um, Again, like the, fight, the yeah. fighting looks weird in the trailer to me. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but there's something about the like one on one fight scenes in the trailer that look like really weird stunt show ish. Like whenever Jason Momoa jumps and he's like jumping really high, I'm just like, this looks all, this all looks silly. That stuff's my least. That's the stuff I don't like. All the other visuals look amazing. The fighting stuff looks bad to me. Jason Momoa is not a good visual. Here's the thing. But it's not just him. He's not the only one fighting in the trailer. I just, I we, singled him out cause he does a weird jump. We gotta, yeah. we gotta remember that. Unbeknownst to us, I'm, just, of, I'm trying to move it. What do you got? Uh, you all right? Yeah, it's getting the eye. One of the uh, biggest mysteries in film history is why Avatar made so much money. Nobody's been able to figure it out. Scholars are looking into it still. So, uh, could this be like a this hype. hype in the that 3D movie, factor? Will, will that was Dune have hype. hype? Will Dune have hype? It doesn't have hype. I don't think I haven't heard a single person talk about Dune except Hal Clay. <laughs> I mean, it's probably. But he's going to see it at least four times. Also, no, it's Hal's not going to watch it once. Hal's going to watch it once, so then he's going to illegally download it somewhere. No, no, no. Listen, it's on HBO Max. It's going to that's going to kill its uh, box office. I really believe that. I think we saw that with Space Jam this weekend. Space Jam made thirty-two million dollars, which isn't really a great opening weekend for what is supposed to be a major kids movie. What's but, the runtime on Dune? Do we know? Um, I think it's probably two space six jams. hours. Two space yeah. jams long. That six to seven hours. That's going to be at home viewing. I just made that up. Yeah, I, I just made that up, but it's. I bet it's three right. hours. I bet it's going to be long. Dude, it'll be yeah. like that Dark Tower movie, like hour twenty. Two hours thirty five minutes. <laughs> okay, two and a half hours. That's good. Um, so, I want to be hopeful about it because I kind of invested a little bit in it by reading some I of that book. I think it looks fucking yeah, awesome. Yeah, and I do like the story, and I also like the the David Lynch. That was the thing that kind of brought me into it, like the uh, the original the movie flop. Yeah, that yeah. movie, which uh, I watched last. I watched over quarantine, which kind of brought me in a little bit to the story, and I did like the characters, and I found I found a lot of um, things that I liked in that book. Like uh, there's some the Bene Gesserit, like the witches, which I'm not going to spoil anything, but they're they're cool, and I, I'm I'm excited to see well, the family bloodline stuff play out. Um, I'm I'm excited because I like big movies, and I like the idea of going to the movie theater and seeing a big loud sci-fi movie. So I'm excited about that. Um, I think that. Uh, it's a cool cast. Josh Brolin, obviously, Dave Bautista. This, what's his name? Timothy Chalamet. Chalamet. Is he like? I don't know much about him. I don't know if I it, it person. What's yeah. he in? What else? Was he, he was in Little Women. Okay, and, and that he, that was good. Yeah, yeah. Can't believe I watched that. Watching Little Women is a that's like reading it basically. Um, so I read that. I um, he's he he has Leonardo DiCaprio potential. Like we could be seeing that guy for the next thirty years. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's he, the one for for anyone wondering in that very memed photo of like Bill Murray and whoever else, all those famous people. Oh, he's, right. He's the one on the far left. Yes. <laughs> the young. That's where he's most known from. The meme with Bill Murray. <laughs> the meme with Bill Murray. From the calm <laughs> film festival. Um, I, um, he's playing Willy Wonka. I know that they're redoing Willy Wonka again. He's playing him. Yeah, he's kind of got Johnny cool. Depp eyes, like facial structure. Like. Isn't it funny? Hey, remember in um, rebooting that? I don't know if that needs to happen. No, I remember in the first scream when Skeet Ulrich was like clearly supposed to be like the Johnny Depp from the first Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm-hmm. He just hey, scream is great. I like Skeet. Don't step on Skeet. I'm not. I'm just saying he's great at it. 
good. The f- is that off? his real name? Skeet? I think it's Did his sh- mom name him that? It's short for Saskatchewan. I don't know. Um, we should that's look a that weird up. name. Hey, Jake, I was talking to you about... Scr- he was born Brian Ray Trout. Skeet oh. already. Brian Ray Tr- was he a serial killer? No, but <laughs> he's a serial killer. Name. He did a serious upgrade with his name change. We couldn't believe the forensic evidence of Brian Ray Trout. <laughs> Ray, it's a tough. It's problematic. Um, I, uh, Jake, we were talking about Scream recently. Scream Five, or the, I guess it's just Scream. I hate that Scream. Yeah. yeah. Um, just call it Scream they're Five. Sh- they're gonna call it. I guess it's just Scream. I guess it's. Just I scream. saw. I saw somebody on Instagram made a, they kind of drew up a fake like title card for it. Yeah. And they're, what they're lobbying is that the movie should be called screams like plural. Okay. But the S, but the S would be a five. Like a five. That's better. I like that. Good stuff. Okay. Yeah. That's much better. I've been trying to think like the whole, the whole thing with scream, it's always trying to be, meta right so the first movie was a take on like a kind of a satirical look at the the slasher genre right and then the second movie was all about slasher sequels the third movie was all about like the movie about the movie or whatever and then the fourth one what did they do in the fourth Mm. one there's a lot of webcams oh my god (laughs) fucking webcams all over the place what was the breakthrough of the time webcams twitter you gotta say twitter (laughs) um yeah but i was thinking about obviously we've got the the guy i don't know the 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 directors and producers names but they did that movie ready or not they've got some heat they got some hype um and what i was wondering is like what is going to be the thing in this movie as a legacy sequel and i I, I I started thinking about legacy sequels in general, and the thing they keep doing is where it's a sequel to the first movie, and the first, the other ones don't count. And I have a feeling that's going to be. I don't think they're just going to ignore the events of Scream two, three, and four, but they're going to act like the things that happened in those movies didn't matter. For like, it's going to be part of the meta story. I mm-hmm. believe. I believe that's what they're going to do. Yeah, I haven't really put much thought into it, honestly, just because uh, every Scream sequel is worse than the movie before it. (laughs) And I just there's no I I have such a low bar of expectations going into this movie that I really, really love the first Scream and I'm going to be there opening weekend. But I just I got a very, very low bar for what this movie is going to be Four is trash force really bad scream mm-hmm. four is garbage it's not mm-hmm. good not yeah. good there are yeah. there are things i know a lot of people like scream two i do I know I'm some one people, of those like people scream three i think there are things in both of those movies that are you could you could pick and 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 find good things within them but i don't think scream two through four are, are very good scream three is weird fuck I, scream four i'm remembering that movie now scream <laughs> two is pretty good though very good i'd say because there's like there's Greek tragedy and I, there's things that I like about mm. it. Oh, it's good. It's got Timothy Oliphant. Okay. Yeah. I think not. And I just like the premise only really works once. I one think. time. It just, right. It, after that, it's just a, a grab to try I to see. make more money. It just now, doesn't work. I will say this. Um, I love when people talk about how excited they are. Like the people, like, Jerry O'Connell's in Scream Two. I like him. Well, the the when he sing, sings, I think I love you to Nev Campbell in the lunchroom. In the lunchroom, yeah. it's that's a fantastic scene. <laughs> to me, when I watched that in the theater, I wanted to be like, 
this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I can't believe he did that. No. Um, I, uh, you know, people are talking about how, you know, the whole original cast is coming back. David Arquette and Courtney Cox and Nev Campbell. I'm like, they're in every, they're in all of them. They're in all of them. It's yeah. like the Bill Murray thing. Can you believe Bill Murray's new Ghostbusters Afterlife? Yeah. Yeah. He's been in every Ghostbusters movie. <laughs> I can believe it. You can't say no. <laughs> Oh, it's like a nightmare. Uh, I guess I should make part two of my history of Ghostbusters after I, I'm waiting on the next trailer. So I was going to end it with the new trailer. And I just don't know where it is. Craig's been checking his phone furiously. I'm trailer. looking for the new trailer. I'm refreshing uh, trailers.com. What if that's where I went to get movie trailers? Smell what they have there. Um, well, man, it's good to be here. It's good to talk. Uh, I, I feel like. Because toy anxiety is such a shit show, I feel like YHS regular time prime is just like... Peace of mind. It's like we get to just like chill and just have a conversation and don't have to worry about people starting to worry about what Ryan's about to say. Ryan, the feed, the chat. The chat. Abby, how's the chat doing? You know, I don't give a fuck. There's no one else talking that I have to monitor right now. Just my own thoughts. And it's pretty cool. How's your... Yeah, the, just my own internal monologue. Inter- internal chat. It's cool. Um... So, listen, this wasn't on our rundown, but we have to talk about it. We all watched Space Jam, A New Legacy. First question. That's a horrible title, right? Mm. Is that the actual title? Yeah, it's called a Space Jam, legacy? A New Legacy. That sounds like a, a yeah, Foreshadowing. A, oxymoron or something. Like What would have been a better title for the new Space Jam movie? Space Jam 2? <laughs> yeah. 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 Back in action. <laughs> <laughs> Space Jam, no Brendan Fraser. Yeah. Um, I can't really think of it. I feel like there's not a lot of like creativity that you can throw at Space Jam. Well, if there's no creativity in the movie, in the, movie. the title's not going to happen. Exactly, happening. exactly. So Space Jam is a movie we all have nostalgic, fond memories of. Objectively, it's not a good movie, but we all like, like everybody likes Space Jam. If you grew up in the 90s, if you were a kid in the 90s, like. I remember feeling conflicted, like thinking I should have liked it more than I did because I remember renting it. Um, We had like a babysitter and some friends over and I was like so hyped to watch it. And I remember while watching it being like, hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it I was kind of one of those. I was like, yeah, all my Maybe friends not. are acting like they like it. So I'll just be like, it's pretty good. It's well, let, Jake, when we, when the. It's probably about a year ago, year and a half, two, whenever we started kind of hearing the rumors that there was going to be this like ready player one element to this movie with all these Warner Brothers like characters. Like, we, I remember there was a period of time where we were very excited about the new Space Jam movie. And I feel like, yeah, I remember putting in my story here for this <laughs> with a picture. Yeah, because, because here, let me give you a list of things that I don't care about. Um, Looney Tunes basketball those are two things that i don't give a fuck about so like hearing oh there's gonna be a space jam too i'm like i don't i don't care but then when you start saying like oh yeah pennywise is gonna be in it and the jim carrey's the mask is gonna be in it i i think the our our collective mind went to are they playing are they playing basketball against the mask is jim carrey <laughs> reprising right the mask for this. I mean, they fucked None up. None of which is true. Right. Like it's all just, it's all just spoiler alert. It's just, uh, 
random extras that yeah. they made up to vaguely look like Very characters vague. from it, movies. It, the know? longer I looked it, at that Danny DeVito penguin, the more annoyed I got. Yes, it's the, like if Space Jam is the main course or the cake, then this is then all these characters are the frosting and the garnishes that are just wilting on the side that don't even like you don't yeah. enjoy. Wilted garnish. Thank you. Penguin. <laughs> Sorry, Jake, continue. <laughs> Yeah, it's bad. The whole it's just the movie sucks, man. Like the the acting's pretty weird. Uh what what's what's his name? LeBron James. LeBron James, LeBron James is awful in it. I love that. All, hey, also what's his name? Uh Bugs Bunny? <laughs> also, maybe a shitty father. Um <laughs> Yeah. Uh, it, yeah, it's like just, channeling Michael Jordan's dad a little bit. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I just I don't know. There was nothing. Yeah, there LeBron James played LeBron James played Michael Jordan's kind of abusive dad. Yeah, like no, you could, you're thinking of Tiger Woods' dad. Michael Jordan's dad was not, nice. Oh, he was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought there was maybe some issues though. Yeah, there's always after issues. Watching, yeah. How so? In this movie, there, we won't spoil everything, but the the team that the Looney Tunes played are like the the they're what Avatar. Ver- video game versions of real basketball players. It doesn't make any sense. Kind of like Jumanji this time when they rebooted, it was all about like a video game rather oh, than yeah, like an actual like game. It's similar Jumanji. to that. Yeah. But I, I'm, I was just confused the whole time whether or not like I, I texted you guys. I believe we were all watching this at like, I don't know. It was like 11 at night. It was late. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the, the thing that was the most confusing to me out of an entire movie that makes no sense was like, I was like, are these the same Looney Tunes from the first movie or are they like, is this the same Bugs Bunny? Are we dealing with an all? Because like, you know, in the first movie, Toon Town or whatever is a place that, you know, you go to Michael Jordan went to. But then in this movie, it's all inside a computer. It makes no sense. The future, man. It's just the future. Like, did these Looney Tunes have the they memories? They moved Toontown into a computer. They just uploaded the tunes. <laughs> Algae Rhythm did. Oh, Don Cheadle. He's awful. He's really bad. He's pretty cringy. When the best actor in the movie is the worst actor in the movie, something really crazy is happening. Because as I was watching, I might be the only person to watch Space you're Jam. Talking about, you're talking about Tasmanian Devil? Yeah, I just didn't think he uh. brought the, the sense of chaos <laughs> that I'm expecting from a good T-Devil <laughs> picture. Um, I, I might have been the only human being in the world watching the new Space Jam thinking about Boogie Nights, but I think about Don Cheadle in Boogie Nights and he's incredible. Like He's so good in that movie and he's so good in every movie he's in. And he's awful. He's totally phony. Well, think him. about the character and like it's not he, what he's given to work with. <laughs> I, I, I'm not even sure they knew no. what that... There, the, he's like a sentient. There's a million other people that could like. You need a comedic relief, is what you need. Somebody funny yeah. in that role, right? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Like a hundred percent. Like I don't know somebody else. But here's my biggest complaint: if you're gonna have other WB characters that are all CG, just make them the team. They should have been playing. The team should have been five WB villains. It should have Pennywise should have been on the other team. Mm. Yeah, I think it was kind of a misstep having the whatever the I didn't mind new basketball players. But here's the thing. The extra twist. The mask is on the sideline and he's wearing a referee shirt. And we saw like that leaked a long time ago. And in my mind, I was like, oh, my God. 
the Jim Carrey as the mask is going to be the referee of the game. This is going to be the greatest thing of all time. Mm-mm. And now it just makes him look stupid because why is he wearing the referee shirt to the it's game? It's like That's a Halloween weird. party because nobody's wearing like licensed, recognizable, <laughs> screen accurate costumes. Everything's just like sort of similar, which I, w- I guess is kind of like Fortnite or like any of those. I w- right. They're just games. skins. Yeah. It's like a very reminiscent of. I would have taken a fully CG Jim Carrey the mask pay him five million dollars to come in and do like 20 lines of dialogue it would have taken him 10 <laughs> minutes well I don't know if this movie had that much money to throw around <laughs> well it's not making that much I'll tell you that much mm-hmm. I don't know if we're gonna get that third Space Jam movie we've all been uh, hoping for Skate Jam <laughs> Skate Jam um, you know one thing I was thinking about when Michael Jordan made Space Jam he was literally the biggest celebrity in the world like across, like yeah. LeBron James is not that he's not even the most popular basketball like maybe he is but he peaked like 10 years ago so like I don't I, I couldn't think of another mm-hmm. another celebrity cuz I we yeah, don't it's really been a while. we don't have those kind of celebrities anymore no like Michael Jordan Michael Jackson Madonna like we don't have that anymore yeah. like we've I, got yeah. Timothy Chalamet it should have just been wrestling jam with the rock that yeah. would have been more fun Looney that would have been a guarantee either john been, cena yeah. or the rock could actually have the rock is the, rock the answer than. the rock mm-hmm. is who the who should be in the second the rock and jam. kevin hart should have been playing the don Cheadle role yeah just do that make yeah. it hey if your movie's gonna suck at least try to make me laugh the only thing that made me laugh in this movie there was a daffy duck had some good lines yeah Those were the moments that actually made me, because I did watch a ton of Looney Tunes growing up on Cartoon Network. They used to play them all the time before they had their own programming. And that kind of made me want to go back to... Abby, thank you for the history lesson. You're welcome. On on how Cartoon Network Hey, you know what? Cartoon Network is like from, it's like based in Georgia. And I remember watching it when it first came out. It was like, oh my God, it's just cartoons. It was a big deal. Yeah, it's a big fucking deal. Thank you. You're welcome for the history lesson. Thank you. (laughs) So that's our Space Jam review. That's I don't think I want to talk anymore yeah. about it. I can't Reviews believe we watched it. It sucked. It's good. really bad. It's, watch the original. Watch at least Bill Murray. It felt like homework that we had to do for because like everyone else had seen it. And it was like, oh, let's fucking watch this. And it's kind of shit's lame. Yeah, shit's lame. Also, the story made no. It just hey, if you're if the story of your movie is that a basketball game has to be played in order yeah. for resolution to the pro, like it. The, your movie sucks. That means you're like, we don't know what the conflict <laughs> is, but we know how we get to the resolution, which we don't care There's about. There's a basketball game. Anyways. Uh, um, okay, cool. So we, um, I didn't do any housekeeping at the top. We'll do that later. We'll, we'll, we'll do we'll all tidy our, up. We'll tidy up. We'll do our plugs later. Um, but, uh, I guess we should talk about Indiana Jones. No. The movies that I we mean, watched? we did watch a lot of Indiana Jones God. while we were in Indiana. Is it funny that like only until the way back, I was like, oh, that's funny. We've been in Indiana this whole time. It took Man. me a while. If we would have went to Ohio. That's pretty neat. knows what we would have seen. <clears throat> All right. So let's break it down. We, um, we, why did we go to Indiana? It's a business. Game. It was business oh, and pleasure. The slime blower. That's right. I was like, I forgot for a second. I was like, why the fuck did we drive to Indiana? A, Indiana's not that close to where we are in Georgia. Eight it's hours. Eight hours. Um, yeah. We we've talked about the slime blower a lot, but let's let's start let's start with the end. Jake, you yeah. finally have your Ghostbusters two slime blower. I finally have a slime blower laying on my floor because I don't have a stand for it, uh, and I, I you know, last night. 
I made a little cot on the floor and I, I put a blanket under underneath it and a pillow underneath it so it could be comfortable and we laid together and <laughs> I talked to it. Yeah. yeah, I have a, I have a slime blower. Did you and spoon? It's <laughs> was the well, slime blower a little bit. a lot of bit. angles, you know, it's uncomfortable. <laughs> um, slime blower is great. It looks great. Uh, you tried it on. We hooked up the electronics. Me and Jake working on electronics is a sight to be seen. I actually took a video like coming around the corner of Jake from behind with the slime blower. And it's, I'm going to put it on, I put it on our Patreon feed on um, Instagram, but you look, Craig, you look so happy when you're looking at Jake and he's like complaining about the lights or something, but you're both well, so happy. Because like, I don't know anything about like wires. When I see a yeah. wire, I'm like, I don't know what that is. What is that? And I know Jake's kind of, <laughs> Jake, you're, you're kind of the same way, right? Like, remember that time you ordered that? This is one of my favorite things when you... <laughs> Jake, hold on. I Can I tell you guys I love Jake? Yeah. By the <laughs> so way, everybody we loves Jake. We all love Jake. each other. Jake, it's... He, everybody loves Jake. What was it? We told the story... Dude, yeah. Jake got major attention this weekend. Almost jealous. Ugly Graham. Yeah, it was great. It's awesome. Shout out to Ugly Graham. Yeah. Um, T-shirts on Instagram. Very Good cool. stuff. We're going to collab on something. I keep saying that. I'm not sure that they want to because I keep saying it. They're like, yeah, they'll, I think they'll collab with Jake. <laughs> um, I, Jake, you go into these spurts. Like, remember before Answer the Call came out, you were like, I'm going to build an Answer the Call pack. And you started like saving yeah. all the, the parts. I remember that. And I remember you would always be like, it's cool. You were like, it looks cool. I want that. And I'm like, yeah, I want that too. Let's build that. Of course, we never did that. But when you ordered the, um, the Giga meter, yeah. And remember you, you got it and you opened it and it was like in a hundred pieces. Yep. You were like, well, what the fuck am I going to do now? <laughs> Cause we're not, we're not really builders. What do I do with it? No. Yeah. Right. I didn't, I don't know. No. I don't hey, judging by your moss, what's it called? Eagle moss boxes. I don't think you're really builders. Hey, I got a, I got a <laughs> shipping confirmation that the next Eagle moss is coming with the little ghostbusters. Oh, oh, we get, get those. That? Is that something you yeah. don't have to build? Yeah, if, as long as you, you don't have to have build, to build them, I think cool. they're already built. I've so got I'll my slimer on display. I'll tell you what, your, Jake, your moss garden is doing better than both of our eagle moss ectos. <laughs> it is, and yeah. hopefully, our eagle moss ectos will just start growing moss. <laughs> <Organic. laughs> yeah, dude, I actually you put the pieces in your garden. Well, what I did was I put all the boxes <laughs> near a window to get. They get a lot of sun. See if they would see, start see to cross pollinate. <laughs> what will we see you're first? Like, you're like pouring water on them and singing <laughs> "Grow from Me" from Little Shop of Horrors, <laughs> hoping they build oh themselves. My this is, God, this is how you do it, right? Oh my God! <laughs> I'm like, uh, I opened my boxes. I took them all out. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> it's a nice acto. Mm. But I've got some doubt. Mm -hmm. Should I just finish it? Okay. No. No. I pay $50. The shipments aren't free. Oh, please. <laughs> Someone build it for me. <laughs> uh, thank you. Yay. I don't know Boy. my sound effects. Um, <laughs> later on, she's like, barrel, barrel. <laughs> Suddenly, I'm it's singing to me. There's it's a standing there's beside a, me. Hold on, there's a sentient ecto one. I don't need no instruction. There's a sentient ecto one in the in the other room that's like, build me, build me, Craig, <laughs> build me, build me, Craig and Jacob. <laughs> oh fuck. 
<laughs> I love that. Somebody draw that. A big bad ecto. Draw from me outer the space. ecto, the eagle moss ecto begging to be built. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what happened. Well, let's tell the real story, and then we're gonna get back to Indiana. Okay. Chris, I don't want to go back there. We got wind that Christopher G. Stewart, I don't know what his middle name is, so I just gave him a G, and Troy S. Benjamin of the Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossroad podcast were both doing the, I think Eagle Moss hooked them up, each with a subscription. And I remember Jake called me and was like, hey, what the <laughs> fuck? What the fuck? Because remember at Ghostbusters Fan Fest, like we talked up the Eagle Moss dudes. We're like, we're going to have you on the podcast. Got business cards. Then nothing. Nothing. So what do we do? We just bought our own. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, to spite Chris and Troy, we now pay a total of $115 a month (laughs) to not build our Ecto. (laughs) To just have boxes building up in our living room so take that oh my, guys oh my God. take that gentleman <laughs> yeah that's how you get some respect um in all seriousness jake what, what do you think of the slime blur oh we're switching gears back to the slime. well no, I, we love, can, I don't I know where it. to go what do you think of all your boxes <laughs> I, I like it it's a little scary because it is like it's very big it's not as heavy as you think it's gonna be but it's like the gun's heavy somewhat, it's almost impossible to like move it on your own. Right. You know, the way the gun connects with three different hoses and two hoses are on the left. The other one's on the right. It's, it's pretty large. So any movement is just like, it took me a long time to get it out of my car and in the house. And in the process, I like scuffed the paint. Yeah. Mm. It's like, it's, it is a whole thing. And then also like some of it, it is very well built, but also some of it just feel it feels more fragile than it actually is. Right. But it it's it's very stressful moving it unless it's unless you're wearing it. Right. right. But I love it. It's beautiful. I'm glad I have uh you know another uh you know I don't I haven't had a proton pack for a while so it's it's nice to have it. It's it's good. I I I'm 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 glad it's here. I miss the feeling of just being like waking up in the middle of the night and being like where Where's my proton pack? You know, yeah. now I got a slime blower. So, well, yeah. we, um, we've got, um, our vests are being worked on, right? Our vests and headrests are being worked on by Nick Farnsworth. Um, and we've got a big, uh, we got a big dragon con coming up. So we, we're going to be talking, yeah. more, we're going to be talking more about that uh, as we get closer. Mm-hmm. Um, we are doing a panel at Dragon Con, and we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later. So, cool. um, my brother just texted me; he's excited about Dune. There you go. <laughs> just the that's, review, that's an update. The reviews are in. <laughs> um, so let's talk about Indiana. We we met Mike Nelson for from Carnivorous Creations in Indianapolis. He's from Indiana. I think he lives a couple hours north of Indian, Indianapolis. So, but then we were like, well. The, I think the original plan was like Jake and I, four in the morning, leaving, taking a road trip, getting this thing and coming home. And somehow that evolved into Hal, Abby, you and me. Alice Cooper. And Alice Cooper on a three-day, two-and-a-half-day road trip. We ended up staying a full two days in Indianapolis. Just like a little middle of the summer, we got to do something. Yeah. Let's not take for granted the a fact that things are open now. Mm-hmm. 
And we just did it. And it was fun. I had a great time. Yeah. Yeah, me too. We 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 found a we put a the question out there for places to stop and on our way into uh Indiana, we I think we stopped at maybe four four to five toy stores on the way there. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then another two on the way home. Yep. And it was uh it was a very, very good time. It broke up the drive, it made it seem, you know, like a short drive and uh, you know, the hotel situation was a little weird. And I think, you know, having to drive all the way to Indiana to get the slime blower kind of sucked, but mm-hmm. the fact that we made the most out of it and made like a legitimate fun little trip and we ended up meeting up with some listeners and running into people and we got to go to a convention and we saw Richard Dreyfus and uh you know it was all worth it and it was fun. Yeah. 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 It was very YHS, right? Toy stores, yeah. Richard Dreyfus. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um so I kind of wanted to give a shout out to some of the places we hit up. I think the first place Throwbacks too. Well, well yeah, the first place was called Throwbacks Two. It was in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Kind of a vintage toy store, kind of a thrift store. I don't think I picked up anything. Abby, did you pick up anything? That's where I got the book that I really like that God, let me find the picture of it then I can tell you what it was. Yeah. Okay, I remember. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Jake, what'd you think of that store? They had a lot of like 70s and 80s like vintage dolls and, and stuff like that. I'm trying to remember which store it that had even a lot was. of clothing. Like, oh, that that place was cool. I I there was so one thing I'll say about almost every store we went into, I needed more time. Mm-hmm. That store had like they had that Ewoks uh you know the fire carrier the, set. Yeah, yeah, the fire in the box. They had a bunch of uh, they had a dinner table set up at one in one spot in the store and at the seats were my pet monsters and there were like movie displays, vintage toys. And yeah, they had a bunch of clothes and books. That was a cool store. I think I could have had another half an hour to look. It, it was one of those places that things are hidden stuff on top of stuff. Yeah, uh, it was a cool little store. I didn't pick up anything, but it was a cool little store. Yeah, I liked it. I got the thing I got was a book called Movie Fantastic Beyond the Dream Machine. And it's like just a very well like laid out book full of old photos um, of like the inspiration for horror movies. And it goes back into like mythology and like all sorts of different right. stuff in the beginning. It was a cool spot for sure. It is. A, it's a cool spot. Um, I almost they had a Beavis and Butthead phone that I wanted. Yeah, I don't. Know. I don't even think I saw that. I've been. I like Beavis and Butthead a lot. I want a vintage Beavis and Butthead T-shirt, but they're very expensive. They're like mm. three hundred dollars. Yeah, I think Jake put up a good video on our Patreon, um, Instagram. Yeah, if for anyone's sure. Anyone's already yeah. Patreon, sure. go look at it. Um, and then we stopped at a place in Nashville called Totally Rad Toys, um, and again another cool store. I think we, you know, Abby posed this question to me. Jake. And I I think this is a good discussion topic as we go through, you know, these stores that we stopped at. What makes a good vintage toy store? And what breaks a good vintage toy store? What what pisses you off? Like, what are the things you look for personally? I think it's different for everybody. I know right off the bat, I enjoy the, I, it kind of goes like hand in hand. I enjoy feeling like not everything is visible and like there's things that I can go search for. And I also, in in that same vein, don't want to see like 
everything like behind glass and like a, a look, we know how expensive this is way. I kind of like to feel like I stumbled on something. Right. A little bit. So you like a little bit more mystery, I, disorganization and bins. I, I agree with that because it's like, yeah, there's something weird about a store that's just like you can't look at any, you know, like sometimes when you're when you're looking at vintage toys, I I, I specifically remember in that store, you know, when you when you're looking at older stuff, sometimes you, you got to pick it up and inspect it and look at it to make sure, you know, if it's vintage, you want to. But how can you do that when everything's in a glass case or in a plastic bag or something? And uh, I think it's more fun when it's when it almost looks like a flea market or, you know, the, the, one of those, one of those stores that, that small, smaller toy store that we stopped at on the way home where it was just like elite toys, Louisville, elite Kentucky. Toys. Mm-hmm. you could spend hours looking in there and not mm-hmm. see everything because stuff yeah. is hit. Like that kind of stuff is more fun because it's like, it's, you're literally hunting. Yes. Less homogenized, less sterilized. Right. Like, it's all- it, also, if I, 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 I mean, you might never. find some used toothpaste like <laughs> I did at that one store. Like there's some stuff in the corners, but it's cool. Jake, what are gonna, I know what Jake's about to say. Say it. Just say it. Can I say it? Yeah. Well, I think I, it, it's about the yeah, haggling. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's I fucking annoying. It, you know, when, it, it. when you walk in a store, like I, you know, I don't like, I don't, I don't like to talk to people or, 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 or personally haggle, but I feel like haggling is kind of a, an important part of, uh, you know, vintage toy buying and selling. Sure. Spent in a, just like walking into a toy store. It's a toy. It's a toy store, a vintage, not new stuff. You go to a vintage toy store where some of the toys are incomplete or broken or, you know, not in perfect condition. And there are signs on every single display saying that if you try to haggle with us, we will add $3 to your purchase. Huh. Get the fuck out of my It's face. like, a, it's it, something about it. There's, you're part of a community of toy collectors. I feel like there's that kind of like greasing palms, taking a little off the top. Like it, well, it the should, thing is, it's kind of customary. Right. I think the whole thing is, is like, it's expect, you know, a vintage toy store, is it is like a flea market it's it's you know we're not talking about listen if you walk into a store and you grab like a an iron man hot toy that's four hundred dollars you're like we give me this for 200 like yeah shut up but that's different that's different and i you gotta know what's new what's old but i i can respect if you don't want to haggle and maybe just have a sign up that says we don't haggle but to have a multiple signs that say we will add money to your purchase no fuck that, that the haggle the haggle fee is three dollars even that's a joke that's annoying but also you have to haggle because the whole point is when i'm in a vintage toy store i don't like just buying one thing my goal is like well let me get four or five things and see if i can get a a discount because i'm a patron Mm -hmm. in this store where it's a niche community not everybody stops into vintage toy stores convenience store it's not something that like every person needs do you know railing on this toy store No, no no but i'm just saying in general do you know how many people go into I'm thinking about all toy stores that we've been to, not just one. Real quick. You know how many people just go into like a toy store like that just for fun to just look as kind of a novelty with absolutely no intention to buy anything? I feel like that's probably 75% of the people who go into these places. But when you have people like us who are clearly willing to drop at a moment's notice hundreds of dollars (laughs) on vintage Ewok toys... 
totally normal people like us. Yeah, totally normal. Like, like I, I'm kind of offended if you don't offer like an overall discount because like you have a brick and mortar store that needs to like, you need to sell to sustain like your business. And I think it's customary where, listen, if there's something for $50 and I walk up, I'm like, can you do 30 on this? And they say, no, fine. But if there's like a bunch of stuff that I'm buying and I'm like, Hey, can you take 10 or 15% off the top since I'm getting all this stuff? I don't think like that. That's kind of the expectation, right? The other thing that drives me insane, and this is not any one particular toy store. This happens a lot is the people who sell everything with eBay prices. Like if you want to do that, then sell it on eBay Mm -hmm. because like, Mm -hmm. Like, I'm sorry, if you're in the middle of nowhere, Kentucky, and you've got an item and you're like, well, that sells for $90 on eBay. I'm like, yeah, but I'm I'm offering you 75 cash right now. In person, no mm-hmm, shipping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a weird, eBay's really kind of screwed up. And as you and Jake and I even being regular users of eBay, we understand that. Maybe there's a chance that as store owners, I don't know, maybe they're right. not computing that. But the second store we went to in the, uh, the Nashville area, I think it was in Hendersonville called replay toys. That's where Jake, you bought the Ewok yeah. stuff. Yeah. We talked about it on toy anxiety. We all bought a bunch of stuff there. Cause it was just, a the much, guy there was really nice. And I liked the setup. The lady who owned it. Mm-hmm. It was just a more welcoming environment. The, sh- the shop itself was in the space that used to be uh, like a video rental store. And you, I saw the drop box in the front and they knew the history of the building. And it was a very, it was very cool. Very well set up, um, full of varieties of neat stuff. Yeah. I, I like how, Abby, I like how you say they knew the history of the building, which means they knew that it was a video store at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Long history. <laughs> well, no, no, Anna, it was no about- Jake. It was a mattress store before that. <laughs> and that's the history. <laughs> and I and now a, we all know. I made a dumb joke about renting mattresses. It yeah, was no. So and then fun. he went with it like five minutes later. He was like, oh, yes, we rent out very small mattresses. <laughs> Excuse me to, to, to customers. There. See, we did there it. Um, but no, but that store was cool. And that store was just, I mean, they had a lot of every, I mean, they had NECA, they had Marvel legends, they had real ghostbusters. They had tons of like sideshow collectible statues and hot toys. They had a lot of plush and like Barbie and like girl stuff. Yeah. Now, Jake, we, we've talked about it a little bit on toy anxiety, but, but walk me through, give the full fledged story. You, you've been looking at this vintage wicket stuff for a little while. Yeah, I feel like maybe a couple months I've been like really I, – I decided at some point that I wanted to collect some Ewok stuff, like specifically Ewok stuff. And in my searches, I've found that there's a lot of old play school and preschool stuff. Like uh, there's a phone, there's a music box, clocks, just all kinds of like really cutesy Ewok stuff and – uh I've been watching a few pieces on eBay, had them in my watch list. Um, and just the store just happened to have three of those items, just like all sitting beside. And it's weird. It's like all three of these items are kind of like for, for vintage star Wars collectors. They're like sort of pricey items. This store had so much stuff in them there. They were like squeezed together on a bottom shelf. Yeah. Hidden behind a bunch of fucking stuffed animals. Yeah. That, that uh, goes back to one of the one things I like about toy stores. It's one of my favorite things. The stuff that's hidden. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and it was crazy because I saw the phone first and I was like, oh, they got it. And then it's like, oh, wait, here's the other thing. 
oh wait, here's another thing. Like all just there together. And now they were, I do believe they were a little overpriced and I went into this mode of, I I'm pretty sure at some point I said the words, Craig, help me (laughs) because like, I didn't know what to do. I want to pay the price that the three of them equaled together. Um, one or two of them were, I think, a bit overpriced considering right. what I could have just bought them for on eBay at the time. But it was one of those things where it was like, you know, this one might be overpriced. This one's pretty good. They work. They I can hear the the phone had the, you know, the cord, which is not something you see all the time. The music what? box yeah. worked. I think that was the and thing then, is like you can't they're in good condition and they're all working. And I don't, I didn't do enough research on the eBay stuff to see if that was the case for, for the stuff that was up there. Yeah. I mean, another thing is like, you know, you talked to me, you were like, Hey, there's always, there's kind of like a convenience fee. Basically you're not having to ship these. You're not having to have somebody pack these and maybe you'll get them a month from now. Maybe they'll arrive broken. You don't have to pay shipping. And it was just like, you know, talk to them a little bit. They did come down on the prices and I was just like, I can't leave without these. It was like, they're all three of these are sitting in my eBay watch list right now. What, what, what I would hate myself. So mm-hmm. right. I just bought, did I just bought them? Yeah. <laughs> and Jake, you're somebody who prefers to buy something in person any day over getting something. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. It's um, key. It's key. which you're pretty, you're pretty adamant about. Like there are toys where you will say, I love it. If I don't see it in the store, I'm probably never going to have it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a weird thing. No, it's good. It's, it's, a, a, it's your you've way. You've got principles. This I is love the way. It. Yeah. Uh, but that store was cool. Uh, that's where Hal Clay picked up his creature. Mondo creature from the Black Lagoon. Um, yeah, it was it was a cool place. And then mm-hmm. I think that was, oh, because the other, we went to the Toy Pit, which was a a store in Indiana. Which was another uh, another cool store. Mm-hmm. That was like during the that was during convention. the convention. Yeah, we weekend. took a break. Let's um, that was fun being at a convention, leaving, going to getting it. lunch, going to a toy it, store, and going back to a convention. Just like what we how we do Days of the Dead in Atlanta. Yep. Like that's how exactly yep. how we would do it. I kind of like now thinking back on it. Part of me, I'm having a little bit of regret that we didn't go to that other toy store. You know, we didn't want to go because it was a little further. It was like an hour away. Yeah. But a, the couple people that we heard talk about it said, I, didn't somebody say it was like a two story toy store? Like, yeah. Part of me is like, why the, what the fuck was our pro? Why didn't we go to that? Yeah. I think it was more of a, I just knew after being in the car all day, the day before I didn't want to be in the car for another two hours. That was my, my, right, that was right, my principle right. I was sticking to, but we ended up finding some good pizza and let's talk about days of the dead, man. Yeah. Like we've two got story yeah. toy store is hard to say. It sounds like toy story too. Two story, toy <laughs> I just kept doing that in my head and I needed to get it out and two make story, it leave. Two story, two story, toy story. Toy story. Toy story. Toy story. Oh. Days of the dead. Yes. Indianapolis. Yeah. We stayed at the host hotel, kind of. Adjacent to the host. <laughs> at the in Delta. A Italian villa. Uh, yes. What is this? Italy? Uh, there was <laughs> Italy, <laughs> Indiana. So let's, um, how did this, I mean, it's basically the same as it is in Atlanta. All the vendors were not great. There was one good vendor that some had. Some of the, some of the same vendors. 
Some of the same vendors. Lots of uh, spray painted Jason masks. Yeah, one dude stood out that we that was like the space we spent the most time. His stuff was like floor to ceiling. Yeah, his was more like cool vintage VHS books. Jake, you got a couple cool Jaws books. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I bought a I bought a a pretty rare, hard to find UK Jaws book um, with the cover I'd never seen before, and I you know. We we saw that booth right away. Got a couple of VH. Looked at it, of it, set it down. We went and did a bunch of other things. And I sent that picture uh, to a friend of the podcast, John Campo Piano, mm-hmm. and uh, and and basically he did a small amount of research and was like, "Hey, if this is under this price, buy it." So by the time the end of the day came around, I was like, "I guess I got to go." If that book's still there, I'm picking it up. That was the Jaws and book, right? the jaws book yeah. yeah nice yeah i saw that it's a crisp uh good condition like yeah nice it was cover. just a cool yeah. man it's just like when you're a vintage dealer that's where i got jaws for the revenge and a couple other things i got two godzilla tapes and masters of the universe yeah when you're a vintage dealer in a he had the sea bins, of like man. funko pops and stuff like hey there's a reason why there was a bunch of people at his booth like he had a cool attitude i was listening to him he's like yeah i don't know what i got i got all sorts of stuff man (laughs) so much stuff i was like i like that we didn't see the part where the actual booth owner showed up to kick that guy out what are you doing man just trying to help man (laughs) no but seriously like i don't know what it is if i was doing like jake you said there's a lot of the same vendors and stuff if i like that's why i always thought Dude, if Dragon Con had one vintage toy dealer, he'd probably do he or she would probably do really well. Cause there's none. It's all like yeah. in Days of the Dead, it's all like original art, can I, Funko Pops, Crystals jewelry. Can I complain about something for a second? Please. Like, that's, yeah. Jake, that's I, what I, the people want. I don't wanna like if somebody's, you know, making art and selling it, that that's great. Whether whether it's your taste or not, that's great. But something I noticed at like Day of the Dead, and I've noticed this at other conventions too, that people do this thing where they buy a toy or they buy something and then they do a very small amount of (laughs) customization to it and then they resell it. And there was something I there was something I saw at Days of the Dead uh, where somebody had taken a like a generic shark toy. Okay. And they had just like glued the Jaws letters to it. And then they were selling it for a like a ridiculous price. And I saw that exact shark today in Walmart. It's just the it's just the generic shark that you get like in the the section with all the animals. You know what so, I mean? And I'm like, oh, so that's what we're doing now. We're going to Walmart spending five dollars found art. And then just like making it, making it worse, but selling it for more. I don't understand that shit. And like this convention had a lot of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of that. A lot of the people who print off. If you're uh, doing custom toys, you better be making molds. Low quality, uh, low res 11 by 17 movie posters. And people buy that shit. It's so crazy to me. Mm -hmm. Like, dude, there's gotta be something better to spend your money on than, than this. Um, yeah, there was some good stuff, too. I don't want to say that it was like I don't want to sit here and shit on every single vendor. Like, but there's yeah. just Follow it's a dream. weird 
it's weird to go from like a really awesome booth and then right next to it is well i think part of the the trash basically the vendor, bombs and candles the vendor tables are like only 50 dollars at days of the dead like so there's kind of a low barrier of entry so people probably gotcha. you know and something also i'll say to this like we've been doing cons a long time when you're new to a convention like you're you can kind of get caught up in like buying just crap because you yeah. don't know like i remember my For first sure. couple dragon cons i've bought I built, crap before they're they're counting on tourists because that's yeah, kind of like what you're talking like about yeah hey man you know what was scary about days of the dead all the monsters <laughs> Dude, I saw a couple. <laughs> I saw Pennywise there. That was actually very scary. Let me let me let me rack up some of the fa- my favorite things I saw over the weekend. Number one, <laughs> all the different Pennywises that I saw. Tony Todd, the Candyman, straight posted up in the bar area with people just bringing him drinks, making and take- eyes. I made eyes with him. Hey, it's cool. Did you say his name five times? No, I kept that in. I was too. Scared. You'll know him by his name, and you'll know me by his name. <laughs> Uh, wait, is like, Timothy Chalamet in that? Never mind. Um, no. I love seeing Tony Todd hanging out. Anytime you see the the guests, just in what there. was cool is he was hanging out at the bar, but there was also like a basketball game going on. So there was like a mixing of well, there was already like a baseball team of like Children. young boys that were <laughs> filling up the hotel with all sorts of like balloons and stuff. But so you had like sports going on. Then you had Tony Todd with, with no context. That's an and then insane you had, sentence. Then you had the kiss band cover <laughs> band filing in. There was a baseball team of young boys filling up the hotel oh, with balloons. balloons. Okay. They didn't fill the <laughs> hotel with balloons. Their moms did. Every kid had a fucking set of balloons Congrats, on their door. Ethan. And Jake and Abby are stealing these balloons from these Jake children. Jake and I took it apart ourselves it was like a personal thing to, to to like take all the balloons and kick them off and well those 14 year old baseball players are definitely going to be bullying other kids so fuck them yeah so we <laughs> to bully them Who's no the bullying bully now? so i love seeing tony todd they had a kiss tribute band that was really great <laughs> was it your mom asked if it was kiss <laughs> she said this kiss <laughs> love you mama marge if you're listening Yes, my mom asked Abby if that was really Kiss playing. They the, were that good. The lobby of the Indianapolis Marriott. <laughs> <laughs> so, playing a show to 50 people. 50 people. <laughs> Mostly sitting down. Um, oh. Yeah, they had a Kiss tribute band. was hilarious. Uh, Jake, your interactions with the, the cast members of the greasy strangler. Although I still haven't seen that movie. I'm all, I haven't seen it, but there's a picture of me holding an autograph that Jake got. There's a Michael St. Michael's and the other guy. These are my new favorite people. These guys are hilarious. Mm -hmm. Sky. uh, The other dude's name is sky. I think Elabar, something like that. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing it correctly, but yeah, that movie uh, for anybody who doesn't know anything about the greasy strangler, please watch the trailer. It's one of the funniest but also somehow like the grossest movies I've ever seen, even though it's not like it's gross in the way it like feels. It's not like there's a little bit of gore in it, but it's all silly gore. The grossness comes from like, you know, like watching psychological gummo or kids or something. It's like, it feels disgusting. Uh, And, and the first time I saw it, there were multiple like out loud, like, grown like 
I remember watching it just being like, oh my God, like out loud. What the fuck am I watching? Mm-hmm. But it's like unnatural. It's amazing. It's an experience. It's very funny. Uh, I've seen that, that dude, Sky uh, Elobar, the guy, he's like the main character. I've seen him in other stuff. He's kind of been, he's shown up like in the background of these weird movies here and there. But yeah, I, I when I, as soon as I saw they were going to be there, I was like, I got to get a picture with these guys. So Got a picture, got an autograph from the two of them, and and it, and it was good. Yeah, they were a a hot good, ticket. Good experience. Yeah. And then we saw them um, in the courtyard of the hotel, which was yeah, cool. Yeah, just hanging out. hanging out. Hanging out with the lead singer from Pantera. Yeah. Dude, he was out. He was out He was out, like, the next morning, too. Oh. Um, taking it all in. So, Jake, you ended up passing on... I, I, I literally remembered this today and got so mad. Well, the thing... <laughs> I, I had so I never we ne- he was never there when we walked by right we I never we haven't even, even said his name I was like what are you talking about Lewis I Lewis wanted Gossett. I wanted oh. to get Lewis yeah I wanted to get Lewis Gossett Jr.'s like autograph on something and I and I brought some uh, Jaws three like the trading cards I was gonna get one of those signed he had one eight by ten from Jaws three and it was the worst it was just like black and white him in a suit. If you didn't know that that's it was Jaws three, you wouldn't know it was from Jaws three. Like right. I'm like, why didn't they? There's plenty of way better pictures of him from that film, but he wasn't he wasn't there yet when we walked by, and and I and I was kind of like, all right, I don't know if I'm gonna do. It. I said it to you or later on, I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna do it, but I I did go back and forth, and I was like, I am here, I might as well do it. Never saw him. Yeah. He was never at his fucking table anytime. We were only there one day. I don't know if maybe he wasn't there on Saturday. Never saw him. Didn't even see it. Didn't even see it. That always happens with shark stuff with Jake. Yeah. It's like they're. Richard Dreyfus had a really long line the whole day. Yeah. Good yeah. for him. Yeah, he did. Yeah, we saw Brandon Whitmore. Uh, he was getting his autograph. Shout right out after. to Brandon yeah. Whitmore, group therapy member, uh, listener. Good guy, met mm-hmm. him, got to chat with him for a little bit, um, and uh, yeah, he got in on that drive action. He got in on the Dreyfus action. Yeah, I mean, a cool guest. I got to meet Alice Cooper. I got my Wayne's World LP signed. Um, that he, line he had was a pretty, heck of a line. Yeah. It was long, but it, I, th- I don't think we probably was like forty five minutes. It didn't take that long because he wasn't doing table photo ops. Right. So just the, right. the line moved pretty fast. Yeah, it was nice that yeah. we were at the hotel. We had a very brief. Uh, Jake was like, "What'd you talk to him about?" I was like, "He liked my marker. He liked the yellow. <laughs> he liked my yellow marker." Before you went to get the autograph, I was like, "Craig, talk to him about golf. Just be yourself." Yeah, that's what Abby said to me. I was like, "This is weird. Why are you giving me this weird ass?" <laughs> you got him on a bad talk before I meet Alice Cooper. Just be yourself. Talk about golf. He loves golf. <laughs> Thanks, mom. Be such good um. Yeah, so overall cool convention and it it definitely, you know, when you're hanging out in the lobby and everybody's uh, listen, it's this convention is one one millionth it the was size like a little, of Dragon. It's a little Con, tiny taste of Dragon Con. But it's still fun. And there's so many monsters. Yeah, and there's so people many people in the monsters, lobby and yeah. <laughs> Oh, there's like a monsters car there like on display. Oh, we we have to talk about this more than just that. Just yeah, okay. very second. Thank you. That's what Thank I'm doing. You. Okay, good. All right. What was I going to say? Butch Patrick, who played uh, Eddie Munster, and uh, he was there signing autographs. But I didn't realize it's his Munster's car because we saw him loading it up into his trailer at the end of the day. Yeah. 
It was hilarious. It was yeah. awesome. You're like, that's his. That's his. And I had been taking <laughs> pictures with it earlier, and it was actually Eddie Munster packing up his You his know what my theory mobile. is, um, Abigail and Jacob Walsh? Hmm. When he was a kid, he didn't get to drive the Munster's car because he was a child. So now his dream, oh, he gets yeah. to have the car. It's the car, man. It's like seventy. He's got years old. the car. He's yeah, got the car, man. Yeah. I was yeah. like, uh, how long you been with the uh, Munsters? <laughs> Who's Papa Munster now? Oh, uh, I'm gonna be like the next Herman Munster. Um. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, I'm like. We totally, all had a fun Eddie Munster moment. We did. Good. Um. <laughs> yeah. Overall, good stuff. Days of Dead's fun, man. Uh. It's coming back to Atlanta and like the week before Dragon Con. Jake, I think you're going to be out of town, right? What's that? Days of the Dead, Atlanta. What 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 are the dates for that? I, I think, think it's the your tattoo thing. 28th of August. Oh, yeah, 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 I'll be I'll be working. Um uh Thomas Henry and D Wallace and Robert McNaughton from ET are all going to be there. Man, I need I need D Wallace's autograph on seven things. <laughs> mm, <Okay>. Yeah, <laughs> look like I, a scalper. She's cool. She's great, man. She's great. She's been in a lot. I, I'm telling you, I think Carrie Coon said in for Afterlife she didn't want to just be the ET mom, but that's totally what why she's wouldn't gonna, you? I, yeah, that's I agree. Mm-hmm. Just be that. She should probably great. be that and some and. Then yes, more and yes, so um and then and then we we did cover this a little bit on toy anxiety but on the way back we we hit up some more stores in kentucky met up with owen triolo who's a yhs listener longtime supporter it was great to meet him in person mm-hmm. um, Doing toy hunting. it's always weird when you like when you just see somebody's square profile picture their entire existence and then it, yeah when you're in front of them as a human being it's like it's weird sometimes yeah. they don't even look like their profile picture Sometimes they look exactly like it, but I wonder what they think of me. I wonder if they're like, "Oh, there's he look." I guess we do more. That's it, huh? We do videos. No, it was great. Brandon, it's always nice to meet people. Yeah, it was good to meet everybody. Yeah. Um, and uh, so yeah, it was a great trip. We're back. Uh, still sad that we're not. I want to be at toy stores only, but I got to talk about this, Jake. I want to ask you something. All right. I think the toy companies have won. What do you mean? So today were the was the beginning of all the San Diego Comic Con exclusive pre sales and stuff. Yeah, I have six unfulfilled, fully paid pre orders through NECA. That's a lot. Yeah, it's insane. I'm dropping hundreds of dollars on a f- seemingly weekly basis, and. Listen, Big Bad Toy Store doesn't take your money up front, but I had a thought today. This stressed me out. If for some reason every Big Bad Toy Store pre-order I have just went through on the same day, we would be I would be broke. I would lose my house. Yeah. Same, we'd lose yeah. Bankrupt. Um, but there was a bunch same. of stuff went on sale today. Jake, did you uh did you grab anything? And that's why it's important to join our unity and send us a plaque. What is it that we're asking for? <laughs> oh, the, gal- the Galactus the Galactus gang. The Galactus gang. The Galactus Galactus Galactus. If yeah. everybody would just donate $100, <laughs> even Craig could get a Galactus. The Galactus the security pl- of our I home. Like that. Um the only thing I ordered from all the pre-orders today was the sideshow, or not sideshow, uh, the Super 7 Shogun Godzilla. 
Okay. Which is, uh, you know, pretty cheap as far as pre-orders go. $25. I got that. Uh, out of pure I didn't FOMO. care about any of the other stuff. Uh, there, there were a few things that I was like, Oh, I like this, but nothing that I needed to do a pre-order for. Um, the turtle stuff, the stuff that was up for pre-orders is the stuff that I don't really collect. You know, I was, I was more concerned with like, the new Casey Jones coming and the, the TMNT two super shredder, the animated stuff. I'm not a big, you know, buyer of that. So I, I was lucky today. Well, kind of, as far as that stuff goes, I was lucky today. I did buy that special edition sun top Prince, uh, jaws book. That oh was a yeah. Surprise. Yeah. That was cool, cool man. man. Did that thing sell yeah. out yet? I'm it had to because last time I looked it only had like it was like limited a very to, small limited to it a was thousand. it was limited to a thousand I can tell you right now I'm gonna look it up it's it not, was limited what's that well, oh it's out it's, it's, it's sold gone. Out. so we're sold having out. a good laugh about how the the artist edition was made of like recycled plastic from the ocean yeah and it's like oh this they're doing this the right way they're being environmentally conscious of this release and then the other two one is literally bound in fish leather yeah <laughs> it's it's, made, it's just made of a dead fish i was like did wow. they 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 went out they worked with the discovery channel and the oceanographic institute whatever the fuck and thing. then they just fucking slaughtered a fish we want the rarest shark that you there's can find a, there's a I, I was looking on their website i don't want to call them out too much there there is a article on their website about their fish leather and and i didn't read all of it because my eyes were rolling a little too hard but it was like talking about how it's sustainable fish leather and i was just like okay did they grow it from something other than a fish it's live it's alive but the the copy (laughs) i got has no it's it's just weird to me that they're like all right this copy is made of all recyclable plastics but this one we're just gonna stuff it into a fucking dead fish <laughs> did you see this video of I like no fish leather existed I don't this like fucking I, the only leather i like is fruit leather this airplane they're like stocking this lake with fish and they're dropping like a million fish from an airplane into this fucking lake that's what belly is, flopping them sounds like fargo look what are we doing here folks leave the fish alone destroying the planet Quit That's flying them doing. around and dropping them places as a captain planet fan from way back captain i Christ. say stop it <laughs> jake i'm glad you got that book that's really cool, that's cool. you love it's, books it's, it's beautiful yeah it's a great looking book hey let's plug jake's, illustrated jake's instagram and twitter jake posted a picture of his fast growing stephen king it book collection and yeah you want to talk about a satisfying photo that was great yeah thank you how many copies of it do you have uh i i believe i believe there's i believe in that picture there's maybe 14 but the thing is that some of them what i've noticed in collecting uh foreign it books is that they'll split it up and put it into volumes yeah that's what the french ones i have are in volumes yeah the french one is three volumes i got like a russian one which is like two volumes and the japanese uh soft cover edition is four volumes so it's i i got like 14 or 15 but some of them are the same book just split up Mm -hmm. so well i don't have i I probably i'm probably the biggest fan of of (laughs) the novel yeah 
Probably. Probably. Maybe. Um, well, cool, man. Lots of good stuff. It was a great trip. We got the slime blower, had fun. It was fun hanging out with Hal. Love Hal. Uh, and, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah. What, what else are we good? Is that it? Do we have anything else to say? I want to talk about DragCon I mean, real quick. Before yeah, we go. I do you want to talk about DragCon? I don't think there's anything relating to the trip. Well, let's let's do some. Well, up- we got a yeah yeah. Let's do some updates. Let's do some updates here. So here's the deal. Um, we got DragonCon in six seven weeks. We are a hundred percent confirmed. We are doing our panel. Mm-hmm. Yes, have some at DragonCon. I believe right now tentatively it is going to be at two thirty on Saturday afternoon at DragonCon, which means you will have plenty of time after the parade to attend our panel. Uh, we will be in the parade, so yeah. can't start the YHS panel without YHS. Absolutely. Good luck. <laughs> Good you luck, can, Gary and Joe. <laughs> uh, just kidding. They're the best. We yeah. love them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we appreciate but them we, having you us. You can do both. You can do the parade and YHS. Yes. And you can probably take a shower and change your pants between. And there will be, <laughs> and there will be a spot at the table for Abby. Oh my God! Thank you. I won't get lost and cry. Just bring that up. Every Leave time, the yeah. family. I always imagine when Abby got booted out of the Jurassic Park panel. The sad comments music starts playing. No, I'm imagining it's like that episode of Seinfeld where Kramer is lost and he's like <laughs> on the phone. He's like, "I'm on the corner of first and first. Yes. How can it, it was that? How can I, the same no, street intersect with it's, itself? It's like the uh, the end credits of the Incredible Hulk TV show yep. where it's that sad. Yeah, Abby's like hitchhiking out of yeah. town. I kept getting further lost, further, further away from the hotels. And I was like, well, I'll just be absorbed in whatever this is. I guess I'll start a new life at this hotel. Oh. You're, you're going up to the different groups like can i be steampunk now <laughs> she's in the she's in the crew shadows show and she's like i think i like this oh, shit. Your little sister no you're just <laughs> <laughs> no, you're just like keith i'm in, like keith in a, uh the fucking <laughs> Regis yeah 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 i'm the baby we just walk into the the fucking uh <laughs> they're all chancing for me <laughs> you're in a cage oh with a leather suit on I hope not. You know, that's, that's actually what happened. Um, um, so we got the YHS it. panel, 2.30. Should we reveal what we're talking about or should we save that? No, let's let's say it. We got to we got to drum up that. Uh, yeah, we want people to come. So, so it's it's going to be speaking of a new legacy. The YHS legacy sequel showdown. We are going to break down the good, the bad and the absolutely unnecessary when it comes to legacy sequels. And when we talk about legacy sequels, we're talking about se- Halloween sequels to movies that are, are longstanding franchises and they're making a comeback. So Jurassic park, ju- right? Jurassic world, the new Halloween, the force awakens, uh, Terminator, dark fate, Bill and Ted, Bill and Ted, uh, leprechaun, leprechaun mm-hmm. face the music, ghostbusters afterlife. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a lot of fun. Face the music. <laughs> leprechaun yeah. face the music. And we're going to talk about the uh, the legacy sequels that <laughs> hey, we wish happened. Leprechaun Face the Music would just be Lord of the Dance. Michael Flatley. <laughs> You're never going to find me gold. Um, but just with shoes being thrown at him. Shoes. <laughs> hey, listen. Here's the question I'm going to pose to the audience. Nobody answer this right now because we're going to discuss this at the Dragon Con panel. When Avatar 2 finally comes out, is that considered a legacy sequel? Because it's been like 20 goddamn years. <laughs> wow. Yeah. They're like, ignore all the other avatars. Like, well, easy. There hasn't been e- any. E- easy. Um, so that's going to be so much fun. So that'll be Saturday, 
I believe the 4th of September at DragonCon at 2.30. You'll be hearing much more about that as we get closer. Super excited about that. Yeah, if you're there, we're probably going to give away some stuff too. Yeah, we'll have some fun giveaways. We'll have some fun discussions. I did not... You I didn't did not authorize that. Now, no. we'll be we, giving away Jake's uh, uh, Ewoks collection at the end of the <laughs> <laughs> uh, Here's Jake's prized possessions. Um, you know, we we were supposed to do a panel last year. Obviously, Dragon Con didn't happen. But the one we did in 2019 was We re- did a panel last year. Just on, Well, we did like a virtual yeah. one. But um, it's that's like. It, not even close. It's not even close. It's yeah. fun, but like it's fun to do it in front of a crowd. It's great. So it's going to be good. Then we got PKE Surge coming up at Dragon Con and uh, all sorts of stuff. And then, um, yeah, just as far as YHS goes, man, thank you so much for the support. Tune in every Tuesday night on YouTube for Toy Anxiety. Jake, you and Jake, he just dropped a brand new episode of YHS on Monster Island. Yeah. What you, would you guys talk about? Well, we talked about a singular point, which is the uh, Godzilla anime show that it's currently on Netflix dropped a couple of weeks ago. And we, we gathered our thoughts and we talked about what we liked, what we didn't like, all the weird stuff. And yeah. Yeah. I believe that. And I, I don't want to misquote this, but if you go to tokutoytown.com and use the code YH10, I think it's YH10. You get 10% Y-H? off. It's not YHS, Sam? I don't know. We'll have to talk to J-Key about his discount code etiquette. But okay. somehow J-Key has had enough time to have a full-time career as a whatever he does for a living, plus a dad to two, plus podcasting, plus running an online toy store for rare imported Japanese kaiju. Right. Plus writing books on the yeah. side. Oh, plus he's written like five books. <laughs> uh, he also what the fuck? keeps like – he keeps doing – he keeps buying like he knows what rare Godzilla toys I want and he just buys them for me. And then I have to like pay him back. He's like, he knows what he's doing, he but he sent, chats me a, you. <laughs> he sent me a picture. He sent me a picture today of a toy I've been looking for. And I was like, oh, wow. And then I said, does it got a bit to go? Because he, he uses this like Japanese auction site. And he says, oh, somebody snagged it already. And I was like, oh, that's a bummer. And then his next message to me was, and that someone is me. Oh, my God. He's such a a fun guy. How much do I owe you? (laughs) Damn. Love J.K. Love J.K. And then also stay tuned. Uh, Our buddies at the containment unit, Matt and Tom, have some really cool stuff they're working on. So if you're into Ghostbusters autograph collecting, stay tuned for some cool announcements from them. Mm -hmm. And uh, man. Bad bitches should be back next week at some point. Yeah, you had to do a reschedule. Yeah, cat was out of town. It's cool. All good. Bad batch is almost done. Mm -hmm. We'll do like a big super extravaganza wrap up with some guests. It's kind of what I'm thinking. Ooh, I want to be on it. Okay, cool. (laughs) Jake, you want to be on bad bitches? You got to want to talk about Star Wars. Uh, you want to talk about one episode, but I'll come on. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. Jake will be like, I don't like the animation. I've only seen seen one episode of The Bad Batch. I've watched all episodes of The Bad Bitches. Oh, you know what, Jake? Thank you. By the way, Jake, did you see the the Tartakovsky? Is that how you say his name? What? Yeah, Gendy. Gendy, the, the original Clone Wars. Okay. They're putting out a bunch of figures from it. What? Yeah, they went. So they're doing. God the, damn it! They're doing the original, the three and three fourth inch uh, figures for like six different characters, and then they haven't released the images yet. But they're Walmart exclusives. They're doing Grievous and Mace Windu. I'm oh. sure they're just going to be repaints, but in that wow. style. Wow! So stay tuned. I for like that. My guys. I like that animation style a lot. So I might pick those up. 
Last cool. thing, guys, we got to plug Patreon. If you want to become part of this YHS family, the number one way to contribute is through Patreon. You get all the bonus content. We're dropping a new bonus audio episode this week. Jake's book club is returning. It's very exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People love that. Yeah. We got our watch alongs. We just posted our Batman and Robin, whatever we did Re- with it. Review. Our review. Lamentations. Uh, and then we've got Jaws the Revenge coming up. Uh, we got multiple tiers. We got a merch tier. We get exclusive merch every four months, once a quarter. We, that's about to drop. And then, of course, anybody in the $10 tier and up, you qualify for the monthly watch along. This month, we are watching The Unwatchable. Ghost heads, and we have a Discord chat. It's gonna be something else. It's gonna be yep. safe. It's gonna be one for the I'm ages. I'm gonna be there. There's also an Instagram. There's also a Patreon exclusive Instagram yeah. page yep. run by the three of us that we will we will either update it daily or weekly depending <laughs> on how we feel. But it will have <laughs> good content, the scenes, photos, videos, whatever you want. Well, Francis, when we went on the road trip. We it's we gave you got we let you guys into our world yeah. the whole time. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Sometimes um, I didn't even know what was going up there. Yeah. Uh, so if you're interested in that, it's patreon.com slash yes, have some. And uh, yeah, it's, it's uh, you know, we do this because we're passionate about it. Costs us a little mm-hmm. bit of money every month to uh, do all this stuff that we do. That's so. why it's important to sign up for the, <laughs> what's it called? The, 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 oh. Completely forgot what it was. The Galactus Gang. The Galactus Gang. <laughs> we need the Galactus. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I don't have anything else. Abigail? That's it. Thanks for listening and thanks for joining Group Therapy and, you know, following us and yeah, for all the fun packages and super chats and, and nice thoughts and kind prayers and words that you send us. I, I dude, every night I get smacked with multiple prayers and positive vibes that come <laughs> from YHS. Any kind thoughts? Any kind thoughts. It's a little too much, honestly. <laughs> I mean, this community is awesome, man. The number one thing people ask me, like, I want to start a podcast. I'm like, build a community around it, man. It, Cause it's fun. Group therapy is so much fun. Mm-hmm. Toy anxiety is getting crazier by the week. And just being able to sit with you guys every week and do this. Uh, it's amazing. And listen, what is it? Should I say it? Is it the calm before the storm? Oh, I is think it, it is. Oh, this boy. Is, it's been the calm before the storm for five hey, years. I think, I think the end of this episode, I think we need to bring something back on this episode, Greg. What? Want to see that trailer? The trailer song. Trailer. Well, yeah. I'm glad you guys listened to this podcast because it's been on the last two episodes. Oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, why don't you do like a, let's update it. Has it? Yeah. Let, let Jake I and I get listen. on that track. You want to do a verse on yeah, it? Yeah, let me do a verse. <laughs> <laughs> then we'll re-release it. Uh, no, no, no. I mean, listen, I don't know when it's coming, but you got to think the Ghostbusters trailer the second one's coming soon. Mm-hmm. It has to. Be. It has to come out before the movie, right? Mm-hmm. We got that Dune. <laughs> we got the second Dune, so let's get it. Um, so stay tuned. Obviously, when if and when a new Ghostbusters trailer drops, we will have tons of coverage for it. Yeah. Like we always Live do. Live show. And um, I guess there's only one thing left. To, left to, <laughs> there's only Words? one thing left to say. There's only one thing left to say. Stay tough, Marshmallow fans. (laughs) Stay tough, Marshmallow fans. For Abigail Gardner, Jacob Walsh, my name is Craig Goldberg. Everyone's, no one's favorite, but everyone's friend. Yes, nobody's (laughs) favorite and everybody's friend. (laughs) You're like Hunter. Nobody. Leonardo. Hey, go interview (laughs) whatever, the the 800,000 downloads or whatever we have. I don't know what we have. 
Interview every one of those people. <laughs> Ask them who their favorite is. Oh, I love Jake. <laughs> <laughs> I really like Jake. It ain't me. I don't know. Maybe well, it well, is. That is cute. Hey, I'll there's put it this way. If I'm your favorite Sierra. of the three, then there's something wrong with you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and you're just extra cool. I bet, I bet Mom Marge thinks you're the, the best. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Mom it's favorite. time for those Craig fans, Craig fanatics, Craig heads to start coming out. Hey. The Craig heads. I'm going to start my own Patreon for my personal fan group. It's just guys <laughs> who like Skeletor and shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's just people it's just the 40 dudes who message me today hey did you get scare glow yeah got it <laughs> you love it i love it i love it it's your community fuck all right we will see everybody next week thank you so much for your support if you like what you hear on yes hop Som podcast make sure you're heading to itunes leaving a five-star review tell us what you love and if uh you bitch about us we're gonna read it live and eviscerate mm-hmm. you because that's what we do mm-hmm. we we do it because we say we, we it's fun but it's because we're fragile. Yeah. We're very <laughs> we can't let go. Yeah. <laughs> All right, bye everybody. Bye, bye guys. Love you.